episode number 26 yeah. of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. How you feeling today? Man, you know, not bad. Yeah. I think I, I feel good about this topic. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> I know I say that just about every topic because I'm ex- always excited to talk about them, but you know. Do you work with crazy people? Does everybody? <laughs> Do you feel like you're walking into an insane asylum every time you open the door? Oh, man. I feel yeah. like it should be like a drug commercial. <laughs> <laughs> the Valium Dispenser is next to the fire. Right. Yes. Today's topic, if you hadn't picked up on it, mm-hmm. we're talking about personalities in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And this is just part one. <laughs> this is just part one. We're going to be talking about coworkers today. And on the next part, we'll be talking about the different personalities of management. <laughs> okay. So. Oof. Here's how we're gonna break it down. Okay. <laughs> right? All right. I'll tell you after the intro. All right. <laughs> All right, we're back. Mm-hmm. Let's get right to it. Social media, as always, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at this is BTC. YouTube, check us out on YouTube. Go to youtube.com, search Beyond the Cubicle, and check check us out there. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, five-star review, and then leave us uh, a nice little comment or two down there so to help other people find us on the platform. All right, man, let's hop right into this topic. No wasting time. Personalities in the workplace. You said personality disorder in the workplace. (laughs) So if you think about it, though, (laughs) everybody has their own unique personality. There are broad spectrums of personalities that most of us fit into. But for the most part, everyone has a unique personality, right? Mm. But what we're going to be talking about today is like, like at least, at least... Seven different archetypes. Okay. That we run into for coworkers in the workplace. Okay. And we're doing we're doing coworkers first. Yeah. Not bosses first. Right. And the goal is look at each one. Mm-hmm. How do they impact your career? Mm-hmm. How do they uh uh how do they impact your career? Okay. Right? And how to manage them on a day to day basis. Okay. So that's the goal. Right? Mm-hmm. So, jumping straight into it, I'm mm-hmm. gonna t- I'm gonna run down the seven that Thanks. I found. All right, right, all right and all then right. let let let's see if we can jump in here. Okay, and you know who knows we may end up having to split this one up into a couple of different episodes. Man, you can talk you can talk for four weeks about uh, crazy people uh, all day. Okay, okay, okay. All right, here we go. Number one, the solo artist. Mm. Number two, the master of illusion. <laughs> 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 Number three, the upward manager. Mm. You can kind of figure mm. out what that means. We call them a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. always PG names. We're going to keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody's best friend. Number four. Mm. Number five, the ticking time bomb. Mm. That's the one you might want to, somebody needs to be a friend of them real quick. Real quick. Number six, Mr. and Mrs. Woe is me. Life is so hard. Right. And mm. number seven, the ego monster. Well, I am the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> All right. Okay, solo artists up front. Solo artists. So I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Let's because I want to give each of these time. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna call this part one. Okay. And okay. we'll split them up. And we'll split them up. So okay, let's good. let's go through one, two, and three okay. on this episode. And we'll come back on the next episode okay. and give people some more. So solo artist number one. What's number two? Number two was the master of illusion. Master of illusion. And number three, the upward manager. Oh, help us, Lord. Okay, start with solo artists. The solo artists. Okay, let's do the definition. Right, here you go, solo artists. You might see, and here, here's where we got some of this information from. Website called Fundera, mm-hmm. and um, we'll put the link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. But they wrote a blog post on this, and so I just thought it was so hilarious that I was like, yeah, we got to we gotta use this one for the topic that we were wanting to do. All right. Okay, okay. The solo artists. Mm-hmm. You might see the solo artists grabbing lunch in the break room but you rarely see them hanging out by the water cooler gossiping with other employees. Mm-hmm. They work, their work is well executed. Mm-hmm. They're simply not the type to engage socially or to volunteer to lead projects. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, there you go. That's the definition. Question, uh-huh. how does the solo artist, if you're not the solo artist, mm-hmm. how would a solo artist impact your career? Okay, if it's not my boss, I'm good. Uh huh. <laughs> if it's your coworker, if it's my coworker, um, if they're if they're touching anything that I have to touch, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna make sure that we can find a way to do some kind of relationship. Yeah. Now I'm gonna throw this real quick out. You've done the Myers Briggs. There's mm-hmm. there's so many uh, behavioral yeah. type, but they all end up in four quadrants. Right. There is the dominating boss directive. Mm-hmm. There's the one that absolutely loves people, that's selling, that's keeping the 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 stuff, fun stuff going in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Then there's the one who wants harmony and peace for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then there's the analytical. Yeah. So typically they end up in four different buckets. So I'm going to say my solo artist, they're a bit of an introvert. Right. And maybe they're an analytical. Uh, if they're an introvert and analytical, if they don't touch anything that I touch, I'm good. And the solo artist, honestly, sounds very much like an introvert, a true yes, introvert. Yes, a true yeah. introvert. They're not faking it. Yeah. They, in fact, I know some, and they are. Uh, this, I met a couple this week doing some projects. Mm-hmm. They're killing it they on kill the it. projects. They are killing it because they, they rather just they isolate rather and just get to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple and, as that. And it's okay. Now, if <clears throat> I need them, that changes the game. Yeah. If I need them, that changes the game. Uh, I, I'm going to have to find a way to at least have a conversation. Right. Uh, need to make them feel comfortable. If they're right. introverts, they just don't feel like being bothered. So managing, so you, and you've already jumped into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. As a coworker, mm-hmm. how would you, on a day-to-day basis, kind of manage your work environment with the solo artist? Uh, I wouldn't try to force them not to be solo artists. Mm-hmm. I'd be friendly. Yep. Cordial, I'd speak. And if we really didn't touch much, I'd mm-hmm. make sure they knew I was friendly and approachable. Yeah. So that if they if and when they actually did need something from right. me, they could approach me. So I would add to that, that sounds like to me like they're better in one on ones. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And you know that their work is high quality. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the time when you really need them is if you get put on a group project or so, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm in a group project with a solo artist, I'm finding wherever their strength is, and I'm telling the rest of the team, let's just give this to them and let them go. Mm-hmm. 
right? We check in one-on-one, see how everything's going, brainstorm that way, but you give it to them and you let them rock. And you just trust that it's going to fit in with the rest of how the project is going. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I see that. And you want to talk to them enough to make sure that your end product yeah. ends up being good, yeah. but you're not trying to change them from being a, a solo artist to, you know, a wonderful uh, extrovert. No. Nah, not, not worth the time. All right. Number two, mm-hmm. the master of illusion. Mm-hmm. You ready for this one? <clears throat> like a magician, the master of illusion has an uncanny ability to disappear <laughs> whenever they're not needed. <laughs> and even sometimes when they are needed. <laughs> they're always prepared with an excuse for their behavior. They seem to r- run into an unusual number of traffic jams, minor dental emergency, and sick pets or children. <laughs> Fire away, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. This, that same person that died four times yeah. in their life, and they're not there. I'm not saying they're full of it. I'm just saying if you gave them an enema, you could bury them in a shoebox. Right. So I don't want to say that this person doesn't really have these things going on. Mm-hmm. However, they are killing the workplace. They're killing it. And if it affects me, I'm going to be mad. Right. If they're, if they're skating out on work that I'm supposed to get, I'm going to be ticked off. I'm going to be like, I got to work harder because, yeah. I've been fortunate. I haven't had much of the master of illusion as coworkers mm-hmm. uh, over my over the course of my tenure. At, at this point, I haven't. I think maybe once, and it is annoying. Yeah. You know? Or they could be the master of illusion sitting right at their desk. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, hey man, how's your part of this project going? Oh, you know, I I got caught up on this other email. What email? <laughs> Who gave you this other project that's taking you away from this project? What's happening right? You know what I mean? I saw this. I saw this light in the sky. <laughs> See, right? And I was just mesmerized. It's like, come on, I'm man. Bust you in your head. Exactly. You do some work over there. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> And then, then depending on the state you work in, you really can't get rid of people like that. That's true. You know? That's true. It, it is. It is. But, you know, here, here's the thing. Let's be honest about this. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to game the system, you will not get ahead. No. All those people you're describing, man, it catches up with them. It doesn't do it when I want them to. Right. But eventually, it catches up with them, man. You can't get away with that forever. Right, right, right. Yeah. So how would you manage the master of illusion? Uh, if it is affecting my work, I'm going to be a little bit more aggressive on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be a little more aggressive. I don't want to just go immediately, like, to the teacher, like, Mm -hmm. we're in first grade. I want to go to them first. Yeah. Because it sounds like they just have a habit of dodging out. Yeah. And I want to say, you know, whoever the name is, hey, I need your help on this one. And I want to do it in a way that... Doesn't destroy the relationship. Yeah. Just going off and going south, that's not worth anything. I say, hey, look, I need your help on this. Now, we're supposed to both be working on right. it. Right. And you're not here. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to manage your business, right. but I need your help on this. Yeah. Will you help me? Yeah. Now, that's me being above board, coming directly at you. Absolutely. I'm not giving you any attitude. Now, if you give an attitude and your neck bone and then... You wasn't here, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm not doing this by myself. All that lip is mm-hmm. worth nothing. I'm going to come at you straight, as courteous as I can. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which might mean I need a little time with my higher power before I talk to you, because I'm ticked. <clears throat> uh, hey, dude, I need your help on this one. I'm, yeah. I won't be able to do it by myself. Are we good? Yeah. Do you have anything that might get in the way of us finishing this thing like we're supposed to? Right. I don't even know if I can add much to that. No. The, the, the only thing that I think that would throw a wrench in there mm-hmm. is just like you say, like, if if they're not being honest... Oh, we 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 going off. Yeah, and and never discourteous and never wrong and you, never in a foul way. Mm-hmm. But I need this fixed. There will be a time I go with the boss, but not as a telltale. Right. I'll keep it focused on the issue. Hey, we need to get this done. I can do this much. Right. Um, I talked to so and so. I'm not sure where they are. Mm-hmm. I'm not busting on them. Right. Is you know, and and they're still gonna be mad because mm-hmm. I've enrolled the boss. Now they gotta do some work. This what? Yeah. Going back to our previous episode <laughs> yeah. where we talked about the company's agenda. Yes, absolutely. And if they're playing around, eventually the company discharges everybody that's not with the yeah. agenda. And, and, and this is going to sound real callous and mm-hmm. mean. It's on them. But it's like, they don't care nope. about your sick children. They, and they, I have kids. They don't really they care. They do not care. Is work getting done? Yes, yes. If the work's not getting done, they don't care. Now, a boss does. And here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I've I've had bosses and watched them deal with people whose kids were sick. And you know what? When your kids are sick, you cannot think. That's somebody you love. The people at the office, eh, you tolerate them, but you don't necessarily love them. Your babies? Oh, man, that's another discussion. So I've had bosses that had compassion there. And I've watched the bosses because they care. Mm -hmm. Actually... They're challenged internally because they're human and they had kids. They were like, "True, I I want to be supportive, but look, you're gone too much." Yeah. (laughs) Let's get to one of my favorites. Okay, number three, and then we'll wrap it up for this episode. Okay, it's a quick episode today. All right, I want to give all of these space and time. Mm -hmm. The upward manager. Mm. (laughs) Mm. The upward manager. Often called by less appropriate names elsewhere. You think? Yeah. (laughs) Can be detected by a curious disconnect. Mm. Upper management loves them, and employees lower on the totem pole hate them. I can name about 10, 12 people that that I remember. Yep. Go down the list. Yep. And usually their entrance into a room is preceded by a loud sucking sound. And everybody, <laughs> everybody hates them. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? And, oh, and you know man. what the sad thing is? Yeah. Bosses know what they're doing. Bosses know when people are kissing up to them. Man. They know it. You're just like. They know it. What are y'all doing? They know they're it. Not, they're not buying you. So <laughs> some people find value in, in being the kiss up. Right? Uh-huh. I've never found value in that. And the reason being is it it's to me it's more of a short term there you go. a short-sighted view on things. Because yes, you can get in good with this boss, you can get in good with the top boss, right? And it'll get you your quick promotions, but can you sustain? Have you acquired the skills enough to be able to sustain once they put you in that position? Absolutely. You know. And remember what we talked about the last episode? Mhm. Uh, they may let you play just a little bit right. because you're there, but somewhere you had better be helping the boss and the company uh, achieve their agenda. And, and, and there are people I know who have the skills, 
right? And then they play the the kiss up game, mm-hmm. and it works for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But what I then see is you stop working on your skills <laughs> because you think that because you have the boss's ear, right, in their mm-hmm. eyes, you your that your position is more tenable than it is. You will lose. Uh, I think I, I brought up this book before. Uh, it's called 48 Laws of Power. Absolutely. Cheat code. Get the book. Uh, it's cheat code. Yes, it is based on human nature at its worst. Mm-hmm. But you need to know those things. Just what you said. You, you, you kiss up and they say, oh, you're so wonderful. We're going to put you here. Yeah. And then you are not able to deliver what nope. they need. Nope. You will be gone. And we've got tons of stories for that. So... How quickly, how do we manage <laughs> dealing with the kiss up, um, the upward manager? On all of these, there's a couple of things. First of all, you need to take your emotion out and become strategic and become a chess player. Yeah. It is now not, I'm not mad at the kiss up. I'm not mad at any of these people. Uh, I need to find the fastest way to go from point A right. to point B. So it's not about me anymore. It's about how do I get where I need to go to get something done. So I'm not going to be mad and think about, now I am going to call them names in the car. Yeah. And you guys are listening so I can still be a good church brother when y'all see me on the weekend, but only in the car by myself. Yeah. But my job is to get from A to B, not fix this person. So, Here's my tip. Yep. Get to know them. Oh. Befriend them. Oh. Seriously, like befriend that's, them. That's the winner. Because if you befriend them and you get to know what makes them tick, then you understand why they're playing the role that they play. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe somebody didn't tell them they loved them when they was a kid. Dude. You know? I'm serious. Dude. <laughs> that one right yeah. there? If you First of all, you go back to any of us in our formative years. Yes, yes, yes. You'll find out who we are yeah. and what happened that caused us to think a certain way. Yeah. You're spot on with that one. Get to know them. I was with somebody, hanging out, working with somebody that was just a pure ego monster. Mm-hmm. And just what you said, didn't have enough to, didn't get enough love or validation. That's it. So anyway. So, this is what we're going to do. This is a short one today because we want to give everything space and time. Mm-hmm. We just covered three of them. Uh, the solo artist, the master of illusion, and our favorite, the upward manager. <laughs> Not really our favorite. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So come back for, for part two on our coworker personalities, where we'll wrap up the, the last four. For Eric Kelly, I'm Brian Montgomery. See y'all. Peace. <laughs>